Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. and welcome back to our space adventure. This is part two of the adventure. We released part one earlier. Be sure to listen so you're all caught up. Reading Bug Adventures is written, created, and produced by The Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore in California. You can learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and to discover more great books, picked just for you and delivered monthly, visit readingbugbox.com. When we paused our space adventure last time, a whole lot had already happened. Do you remember, reader? That's right. A space alien named Lumi had befriended the reading bug, and we all agreed to help Lumi get back to his family on the moon. With the help of the reading bug's book bag and our friend Alara Page, an astronaut from NASA, we blasted off into outer space and onto the surface of the moon. Are you ready to blast off again, reader? Back to our space adventure? We've got to help Lumi find his family. So what are we waiting for? On the count of three, let's all fly back to the moon and continue our mission. Ready? One... Two, three, let's fly! It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. too soon. The reading bug, Alara, Lumi, and I need your help. If you remember part one of our adventure, once we landed on the moon, we put on these spacesuits to protect us and help us to breathe. Just like when we were underwater, the radios in our helmets let us talk to each other. That's why I sound a little funny right now. We had a lot of fun bouncing in the light moon gravity, but it took us far away from our spaceship. And now, with a meteor shower fast approaching, We're stuck with nothing to shelter us from the rocks that are hailing down onto the surface of the moon. If we can't find some way to protect ourselves, we'll never help Lumi find his family. And worse, one or more of us could get squashed by a meteor or pelted by a pebble, traveling at more than 85,000 miles per hour. Alara, have you figured out an escape plan for us? I'm sorry to say that I wasn't prepared for something like this. Normally, on a space mission, there's a support team back on Earth called Mission Control that watches out for the dangerous conditions and helps plan the astronauts' missions around them. But we didn't have anyone helping us plan this visit, so no one warned us about the meteor shower. 
The only thing that I can think of is for each of us to roll up into a ball, make ourselves as small as we possibly can, and hope that none of the rocks hit us. Okay, reader. Unless you've got any other ideas, let's hurry. Put your head between your knees and your hands on top of your helmet to protect yourself. Make yourself as small as possible to avoid the falling rocks. That's it. Great. Stay rolled up. Uh-oh. Do you hear what I hear? Those are the pebble-sized meteors starting to hit the surface of the moon. They're far enough away now, but I think they're getting closer. This is just the beginning. How can we possibly get out of harm's way? Let's all think. Quick! Alara, Lord, my reader friend and I all imagined Moomy into existence. And without a mission control team, it looks like we're going to have to use our imaginations again to figure out how to save ourselves from this meteor shower. Reader, can you imagine a way out of this mess? What if we imagine that Eugene Cernan, the last astronaut to walk on the moon, left a meteor shelter that pops up over us to keep the rocks from hitting us? Great imagination, Lauren. But unfortunately, I just don't see any magic meteor shelter popping up over us or anything else anywhere nearby. Do you? Reader, any other ideas about how we can imagine ourselves out of the pickle that we are in? Mimi! Oh no! Lumi! Stop! Alara! Reader! Lumi is running toward a pile of rocks over there to our right! What should we do? Stop! It's too dangerous that way! Lumi! No! Reading Bug, is that little alien crazy, or does he know something we don't know? Hey, look! Can it be? No, it can't. Is it possible? No, it isn't. I'm not sure I can believe my own eyes. But I think I see little spots of green among all those gray moon rocks. And yes, look, more and more green spots are popping out. Are you seeing what I'm seeing, reader? Wow, there must be a hundred or more little Lumians over there. A whole swarm of little green aliens. And look, each of them is carrying something that looks like a large gray turtle shell over their heads. They must have been hiding underneath those shells to protect themselves from the meteor shower. And maybe to hide from us, too. No wonder no one has ever noticed these guys before. I bet we look as strange to them as they look to us. I sure hope they're friendly. We don't need any more bad luck than we already have with these meteors flying all around us. Reader, don't look now, but they're running right this way. Yeah, look. They're all running at us at once with their shells held high over their heads. I hope they're not charging us. We come in peace. We came all the way to the moon to help Lumi find you. Please, don't hurt us. Ah, they're jumping on top of us, reader. Be brave. We'll find a way out of this. I promise. Wait. Don't be afraid, Lauren, reader. Just open your eyes and look around. I don't know, Alara. What do you think, reader? Okay. I'll open my eyes if you open yours, too. Ready? One, two, three. Are your eyes open? Yes? Okay, mine too. Hey, look. Oh my, Alara, you're right. These aliens are not attacking us. They are protecting us. They're standing all around us, and on top of us, I've got two of them on my shoulders, and they're holding their big gray moon rock shells over us to protect us from the meteors. Wow. Someone with a terrific imagination must have come up with this rescue plan. 
It wasn't me. And it certainly wasn't me. Or me. Reader, it must have been you. Splendid work stretching your imaginations and creating such a happy ending for all of us. Things were really, really scary back there, weren't they? But your imagination has saved the day for all of us. Lumi is reunited with his family on the moon. And we've been saved from that scary meteor shower. Even more good news. It looks like the meteor shower is ending. We made it through the scare. With a little help from our friends, of course. Thank you, Lumi, for all your help. Lumi! Alara, you weren't joking when you said the astronauts needed to be in tip-top shape for their outer space missions. All this excitement has me completely exhausted. What a fun, thrilling, scary, super long day this has been. You're right, Lauren. It has been a long day. On Earth, our days are 24 hours long, but each moon day lasts for 29 and a half Earth days. Wow, that is a long day. You're also right that we've been out on the surface of the moon for a long time now and experienced a lot of thrills, scares, and surprises. Are you ready to bounce back to the book bag and head for home? Let's all take some giant, bouncy steps and work our way back. Remember, we're pretty far away from the book bag, so we need to get started if we hope to make it back safely. Better not take too long. It's getting darker by the minute. And I just checked. We've been out here so long that we don't have a lot of oxygen left in our backpacks. We better get this moonwalk going, and quickly. Okay, everybody. On the count of three, let's leap. One, two, three, leap! Great. Again. One, two, three, leap! These moon jumps are really fun. And we travel pretty far each time, but we still have a long way to go. So, double time, everyone. One, two, three, leap! One, two, three, leap! Uh-oh. Do you see that thing on the horizon? I think it might be a sandstorm headed our way. Alara, it can't be a sandstorm, can it? In Living in Space, the author says there is no wind or rain on the moon. So there can't be rainstorms and there can't be sandstorms. You are right about that reading bug, but scientists and astronauts, as well as astronomers, have noticed what looks like large clouds of sand that appear to move sideways across the moon's surface as the sun rises and sets. No one knows what causes these clouds, but scientists suspect that they are formed when positively charged dust particles on the day side of the moon encounter negatively charged dust particles on the night side of the moon. When the particles collide, they are pushed upward to form a wall of dust. The sand won't hurt us. Our spacesuits and helmets are designed to protect us. But all the sand might clog up our spacesuits, and the sand is making it even darker. I'm not sure we'll be able to find our way back to the spaceship. And we can't wait out the storm, because we'll run out of oxygen. If we can't find our way back to the ship, we'll never get back home to Earth. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Lauren, reading bug, reader, it's important to stay calm. You use more oxygen when you panic. Everyone, calm down and breathe very slowly while we figure out what to do next. Okay, Lara, we'll try to stay calm. We all need to stretch our imaginations one more time to come up with a solution to our problem. Let's all close our eyes, think very hard, and see what we can come up with together. You did such a great job imagining a positive outcome during the rock shower. 
I sure hope you can help us out again here, Reader. Are your eyes closed tight, Reader? Are you thinking hard? Let's keep thinking while we count to ten. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Open your eyes. That didn't help. It's still so dark and dusty that I can't even see my hand when I stick it out. Oh no. I don't think we're going to be able to see our way back to the book bag ship. I know I said not to panic, but I'm starting to panic. Me too. Me three. Hey, wait, look. I see dots of fluorescent green marking a path in front of us. Do you see it too, Reader? It looks like there are hundreds of them marking our way through the darkness. What could they possibly be? Yummy, Lumi. Oh, hello there, Lumi. Reader, look. One of those dots is right here next to me, and guess what it is? It's Lumi. Lumi. He's hovering in midair, using his little antenna ears like rotary blades on a helicopter to keep him steady in one spot. I think all of those fluorescent green lights must be his friends and family, guiding our way back to the book bag. Their green bodies aren't just bright during the day. It looks like they glow in the dark, too. Quick, Reader, let's follow the lights through the dark sand. Jump. 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 That's it. Great work, team. We're coming out of the darkness, and I can see the outline of the book bag spaceship in the distance. Hooray! We made it back by following our little green friends, and we have just enough oxygen left to climb into the book bag spaceship for our trip back home to planet Earth. Oh, Lumi, I sure will miss you. It was wonderful spending time with you these past few days, but I'm so happy that we were able to help you get back home and find your friends and family. Lumi. Thank you, Lumi, for all your help, and we needed all the help you and your friends gave us to keep us safe on this otherworldly adventure. We're all going to miss you. Look, Lauren, Lumi has put both of his little green hands over his heart. I think he's telling us he'll miss us, too. Lumi found... It's always hard to say goodbye, but knowing Lumi is back home makes this goodbye a little easier. And just like Lumi, I miss my home and my friends. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get back to planet Earth. Uh, not so fast, friends. As much as I'd like to put this crazy mission behind us and get safely back to Earth, I'm afraid that one of the meteors from the shower must have hit our spaceship. Oh, no! Look up there, Reader! There's a hole in the control module the size of my fist! This spaceship won't be able to blast off with that hole. The fuel in the rocket jets will ignite the oxygen leaking from the hole and cause a fiery explosion. We have no tools to fix the hole! And the oxygen in our backpacks is almost gone! Lumi, thank you for all your help, but I'm afraid it was all for nothing. We're out of time, out of oxygen, and out of hope. Lauren, reader, reading bug, I'm so sorry I wasn't able to be a better guide and return us all home. Reading bug, Alara, reader, do you see what I'm seeing? All the Lumis are talking to each other and pointing at us. I wonder what they're saying. Look, that one is walking towards us. Friends. And I know you are our friends, 
Do not fear. We Lumians think we have a plan to get you back home. My goodness, one of the aliens is speaking to us. Hi, who are you? And how did you learn to speak English so fast? I am Lumi's mother and the leader of our small Lumian tribe. It took me years and years to learn to speak your language. One of your Earth astronauts left a radio on the moon, and we have been using the radio to hear broadcasts from your NASA. I have learned your Earth language by listening carefully to these broadcasts. My green heart is full of joy to be reunited with my son. Lumi has told me that your kind hearts, your imaginations, and the magic of the Reading Bug's book bag are what brought him back to us. We Lumians are a shy society. We have used our shells for generations to hide from Earth visitors and to protect ourselves from the harsh moon elements. But we decided to make ourselves visible to you when we saw that Lumi was with you and that he was not afraid. I have been listening to your conversation, and I know that you have a hole in your spaceship that will keep you from returning to your friends and families on Earth. But I think that we Lumians can thank you for returning our Lumi to us by helping you now. You are so kind. We are happy that we were able to help Lumi find you. It's scary to be alone without your parents, especially when you're far away from home. But unless you have a foundry where you can repair the hole in our spacecraft, I'm afraid there isn't anything you can do to help us get back to our home. We do not have a foundry to repair your spaceship. Unlike Earthlings, we Lumians can fly without spaceships. But I do have a plan. Do you see the sparkly red star on my jumpsuit? These stars aren't just decorations. They are starfish. They're our spirit animals, and they provide us with love, healing, support, and even a little magic during difficult times. The greatest gift that one Lumian can give to another is the gift of her starfish. Although it has never been done before, I decided to give my beautiful red sparkly starfish to you, an alien. <laughs> That's right. Here on the moon, we're the aliens. We are so honored that you would give us your starfish, but I still don't see how that can help us get back to Earth. Trust me, my friend. Reading Bug, can you transform the spaceship back into a book bag? At least for a little while before you head for home? Why, yes, I can. All I have to do is close my eyes and picture my book bag in my mind. When I do that, my book bag always reappears, no matter what form it may have taken for our latest adventure. Can you do it now? Sure. Reader, can you help me? Let's close our eyes and picture my beautiful orange book bag chock full of books about our solar system, our planet Earth, space, astronauts, and spaceships. Can you see it? I almost see it. There it is. Wow. As you started imagining your book bag, the spaceship began to get smaller and smaller. Its shiny hard metal surface changed into a soft orange fabric, and your book bag reappeared. What do we do now? Look closely at the book bag, friends. Do you see a small hole toward the top of the bag? I can mend that hole by placing my starfish over it. When the book bag transforms into a spaceship again, I believe the hole in the control module will be patched. Let's give it a try. Here it goes. 
goodbye, my beautiful sparkly starfish friend. Stars are like good friends. Even when you are no longer with me, you will always be right here in my heart. We will never be able to repay you for the gift of your starfish. You have repaid me 100 times by returning my Lumi to me. Always remember that magic happens when you do not give up. Now go and let my beautiful starfish guide you safely back to your home on Earth. I didn't bring anything with me that I can give to you, but I have an idea too. I'd like to give you a song. Twinkle, little star Once I knew you from afar Now you are my special friend And with your powers you will mend Our magic book bag rocket ship And take us home from our space trip Twinkle, twinkle, little star How I love you as you Alara, reader, can you join me in singing my song to Lumi and his friends? Remember to use your hands to make the stars twinkle. Here it goes. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, once I knew you from afar. Now you are my special friend, and with your powers you will mend our magic book bag rocket ship, and take us home from our space trip. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I love you as you are. Okay, everyone. Let's close our eyes and imagine my book bag turning into a spaceship to take us home. Open your eyes and what do you see? I see the three jet rockets have reappeared and the control module is perched at the very top. Wow! Our spaceship looks as good as new! Oh, and look up at the control module. Reader. Right where the hole used to be, instead of the hole, there's a beautiful red sparkly star at the top of our spaceship. Thank you, Lumians! Okay, quick! Hop in, everyone! Is everyone inside the spaceship? Great! Now that there's oxygen in the ship around us, it's okay to take off your helmets. Great job. Now, everybody buckle up. We've got to go. Let's start the countdown from 10 to 1. Here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. See the green lights down below? Lumi and his friends are twinkling for us as we leave them for our home. The moon is getting smaller and smaller, and when I look in the other direction, the Earth is getting larger and larger. With the help of our new star on our spaceship, we're moving really quickly now. I'm starting to see trees and buildings and cars. I think I see my house now. Here we come. Ready or not, back 
to planet Earth with lots of exciting stories to share with our friends and family. And thank you, Alara, for guiding our space mission today. It was my pleasure. And what a treat to adventure with such brave, accomplished, and imaginative space sailors like you. Thank you, Alara. I'll never forget the feeling of weightlessness in outer space, or hopping around in the lightweight gravity of the moon, or the scares we had trying to reunite Lumi with his family. Will you come back soon and take us on a mission to visit some of the other planets in the solar system? Or maybe we'll come visit you at the Lyndon B. Johnson Space Center. There's so much more to explore out there in space. In the meantime, reader, if you want to learn more about outer space by reading any of the books in my book bag today, you can find a complete list of my favorite books at thereadingbug.com slash adventures. And if you ever want to travel to the moon with us again, just replay these episodes as many times as you want. Hey, look, reader. I can see our homes and family through the window of the command module as we get closer to Earth. After such an epic adventure, I'm really glad to be back, aren't you? That sure was a lot of fun. Thanks for your bravery and your imaginations today. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to see you next time wherever the Reading Bug's book bag takes us next. Until then, goodbye. See you again soon, reader. It's a Reading Bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures from The Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore in Northern California. I'm going to play more music for you to color to in just a minute so you can illustrate all the amazing parts of our adventure. But before I do, I've got a few important people to thank. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. The episode was performed by Chloe, Diane, and Riley Savage, and by Shannon Shern. Original music was written and performed by me, Ross Gruet, and Alexa Thanos. And this episode was sound designed, mixed, and mastered by the great team at Resonate Recordings. We hope we've introduced you to some great books on our new adventure today. And if you're looking for even more great books, consider a Reading Bug Box, a monthly book subscription shipping nationwide at readingbugbox.com. Reading Bug Box helps promote a lifelong love of reading with hand-picked selections by our staff matched to the age and interests of any young reader. Make sure you join us on our next adventure by subscribing to our podcast in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are heard. And in the meantime, to learn all about us, discover new reads, and check out more of our reading adventures, go to thereadingbug.com slash adventures, or follow us on Facebook or Twitter at The Reading Bug or on Instagram at Reading Bug Box. Thanks for your help today. We'll see you on our next exciting adventure. Goodbye. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Thank <laughs> you.